Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. A warm up from Evo. Welcome to lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast and a podcast that today is brought to you by DraftKings and Vote Yes on Prop 27. Prop 27, doing everything it can to get California's online and able to bet online, much like over half the country is able to do. Our good friends out there in the great state of New York, where I am in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada, you're able to go down the list, are able to. Californians, meanwhile, they're currently stuck out in the cold. They're dealing with shady bookies and other not-so-great situations. So vote yes on Prop 27. That'll be able to help out there. And hopefully we can help out with making a little bit of money today on the podcast. As in segment number two, we're going to be talking with Curtis Rogers. He does amazing work with 710 Seattle Sports. He is a pre- and post-game host for the Seattle Mariners. Got to get his takeaway from the Seattle Mariners winning their first postseason game since 2001. How things are shaping up for this series. And take a look at the entire playoff picture as a whole. He's one of the best baseball minds that you're going to find. He does amazing work. Just taking a look at the game day in and day out. So very much looking forward to that conversation in segment number two. And then in the final segment, I will be giving you guys picks and analysis on all four games for this MLB Saturday as we touch them all. First things first, always do love to be able to answer Twitter questions on this podcast. You've got one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM, they mean does not matter, so as per usual. Please just send these into the timeline. The other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Via that five-star review. Really did not get in any Twitter questions today, but it was a very good day of baseball on Friday. Let's take a look back at it, try to find some trends, and try to get to know these teams a little bit better. A game from yesterday. 
today is Greg buzzing about. Here is the Rowdy Recap. How about the performance from Luis Casio? DK Nation pick of the Toronto Blue Jays. Unfortunately, it does go down, but the Seattle Mariners, they got an amazing performance from Casio. 4-0. They take down Toronto as they jumped on Toronto early as Cal Raleigh, his first postseason home run, I believe he had 26 during the regular season as he went deep off of Alec Manoa, gave up four runs in total and five and two-thirds innings. Settled down after that first inning from there, but that was a rough first inning. From there, the bullpen did their part. Tim Meza and Trevor Richards, a scoreless setting. EBRC is Zach Pop. They both contribute out, out, out of the bullpen and Adam Simber, a pair of outside the bullpen. And because Luis Cassio was able to go seven and a third inning scoreless, it meant that this was going to be a rested Seattle Mariners bullpen for game two. Andres Munoz, five outs out of the bullpen from there. And for the Blue Jays, just nothing doing on their seven hits. You saw the big giant calamity out there in St. Louis. The Phillies get it done by a count of 6-3 with all six runs coming in the ninth inning. Jose Quintana, a really good start. He issued one walk, gave up two hits at five and a third innings, yanked after 75 pitches with no men on base in the sixth. Jordan Nix from there gets a pair of outs out of the bullpen. Giovanni Gallegos, one and a third inning scoreless, and then Ryan Elsley, who was dealing with a finger injury. He goes a full inning and gives up four out of those six runs, and then Andre Pilati, he gives up a pair of others while getting two outside the bullpen. Juan Yepes did go deep in this one, his first of the postseason as he goes deep off of Jose Alvarado after Zach Wheeler. Really good performance, six and a third inning scoreless. Pulled after 96 pitches. I know that that didn't sit well with a lot of Phillies fans as Alvarado from there gives up that home run. David Robertson gives a scoreless inning from there, though. And then Zach Eflin. Yeah, he was not Eflin great. Gives up a run and an inning, but enough to be able to get it done. Low scoring game to start out today as the Cleveland Guardians, they take down the Tampa Bay Rays by kind of 2-1 to one as for the Rays, Shane McClanahan. Gives up two runs over the course of seven innings, but it was a big hit that he gave up to Jose Ramirez. As he had 29 home runs during the regular season, he goes deep in this one. And Shane Bieber, he did allow a home run to Jose Siri in this one, obviously the first for a Siri in this postseason, but filled seven and two-thirds innings, giving up that home run. Emmanuel Claus save from there. A four-out save going scoreless. Garrett Clevenger, he comes out of that Tampa Bay Rays bullpen. He delivers a scoreless inning as well. And then the nightcap in New York. Featured a really, really rough performance from our good friend Mad Max Scherzer. I'm sure that he was mad about this one. 7-1 the final. He gets lit up for four home runs as going deep for the San Diego Padres in this one. Manny Machado, Jerickson Profar, Josh Bell, and Trent Grisham as... For Scherzer, he gave up all seven runs in this game over the course of four and two-thirds innings. To put this into perspective, among the eight guys that started on Friday, you had all the other seven give up a combined eight runs. Scherzer gave up seven. Not great, as from there you had Seth Lugo, David Peterson, Michael Givens. I'll give you a scoreless setting, and Trevor May, one and a third inning scoreless, the Mets. Their offense also didn't really deliver. One of 11th men in scoring position. Eduardo Escobar does go deep off of you, Darvish. But for Darvish, very good start. Only four strikeouts, but gives up that home run. That's it from there. Robert Suarez, Luis Garcia. They are able to get the job done. So what we saw was three underdogs be able to get in in terms of the wild card round. And... When it comes to just what we've seen in baseball over the last 60 days in general, right around 52% of games have one under. I'm going to do less season-wide trends because now you throw those away a little bit more because you're not taking as many run lines now in the MOB postseason, though. 
We did not see any of the favorites cover the run line on Friday. That was not necessarily too terrific for them. Underdogs, if you took the plus run and a half, you were able to go 4-0. You were laying a lot of juice at a lot of these, but two overs, two unders. We shall see what we get on Saturday, and we're going to be talking about what we're going to be getting on Saturday and so much more with our good friend Curtis Rogers over there with 710 Seattle Sports next here on the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the BC Family Podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, 
pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always great to be joined by this guest. Curtis Rogers does amazing work over at 710 Seattle Sports, taking a look at a little bit of everything over there. He does a lot of scoreboard, shall we say, updates when it comes to Seattle Seahawks games, but the big reason why he's on this podcast, he does amazing work as the Seattle Mariners pre- and post-game host. I know that he does some great podcasts over there for the network as well, and you're able to follow him on Twitter and on Instagram at a kid from Kent. All together, he has joined me quite a bit on this podcast all throughout the season. And it's always a pleasure to have you aboard, Curtis. Thank you. Greg, great to be with you. And especially after the first day of wildcard action, a jam-packed day, a lot of great games being played. And out here in Seattle, certainly reason for celebration after uh, game one of that series against the Blue Jays. Yeah, it certainly is a good time for all Seattle Mariners fans because, well, first win since 2001 in the postseason. And what was really the biggest takeaway? from you in this game because I think the biggest thing for me was just how good Luis Castillo was for one but 
For two, the Seattle Mariners, they just have been dealing with that being a move line ever since the second half of the season began as they've been the worst team in terms of the American League at batting average. But as we know, this team is able to go deep quite a bit. We saw that from Cal Raleigh, and I think that that is very important for the Seattle Mariners. Timely hitting, being able to hit with men in scoring position, and that Raleigh home run being a two-run shot. I thought that that was just so massive for the team and something that they're going to need to do both on Saturday and moving forward. Absolutely, and the timing of it too. That home run in the first inning, top of the first inning, really setting the tone for the game. The Mariners had driven in a run prior to that on the A. Eugenio Suarez double, and then Cal Raleigh comes up next and just mashes a two-run home run. His power has just been a godsend to this Mariners lineup. You mentioned Greg. It was the start by Luis Castillo. That was what got the Mariners today and has set them up incredibly well. Most of their guys in the bullpen haven't pitched since about Tuesday. We're coming up on Saturday now. Everybody outside of Andres Munoz is healthy and raring to go. So the Mariners are in a very enviable spot heading into game two. Put them in such a good spot because when it comes to the Seattle Mariners team, one of the bread and butter things is the bullpen as well. And I do think that they're going to need it a little bit with Robbie Ray now. With Robbie Ray in his one start against the Toronto Blue Jays thus far this season, he gave up 106 innings, but I'm sure that you know this as well as I do has not been the same pitcher when he has been on the road rather than at home. And heck, had this game been played like three weeks ago, he wouldn't have even been able to make the trip to Toronto as well as the lifting of the COVID-19 mandate has allowed him to be able to pitch in this spot. And I do think that it is very important that the Seattle Mariners have all those guys rested because I do feel out of all the games that they're going to be playing potentially in this three-game wild card, this is probably the game that, in my opinion, they're going to need the bullpen the most. I think so as well. I think you're going to see potentially, you know, Matt Boyd pitch a couple innings if things don't go well for Robbie Ray. I think potentially George Kirby can make a relief appearance. It looks like Logan Gilbert is going to be the Game 3 starter, so that frees up Kirby to come out of relief in any of these games. Best-case scenario is the Mariners win they're able to save Gilbert and Kirby for the division series. But as we know, it's the playoffs. So you got to be at any moment to come into the game and whatnot. Um, but yeah, Robbie Ray, he has had his share of struggles, but when he is on, he is one of the game's very best pitchers. The problem is it is so hard to figure out when he is going to be on. He had an incredible stretch in the month of July where really every time out, it was, you know, one run or no runs. And then the Astros kind of figured him out. And ever since then, he's had his fair share of moments this season, but has also struggled a bit. And this, as we know, this Blue Jays lineup really likes to hit the long ball. Ray struggles in allowing the long ball. Now, oftentimes, it's usually a solo home run. Very rarely is it more than a two-run shot. But this Blue Jays offense, yeah, Luis Castillo shut them down over seven and a third innings pitched on Friday. But I can't imagine Robbie Ray is going to be able to keep them off the scoreboard the way Castillo did, uh, simply because, A, the Jays offense is just too good to shut down back-to-back days. And, B, Ray has a penchant for allowing the long ball. And Toronto, their offense can mash with the best of them. As we know, the winner of this series, well, their gift is they get to face off against the Houston Astros. And, well, that is going to be a relatively successful Seattle Mariners. have had more success against them this year. But I just take a look at this American League picture. I recognize the Yankees have been able to pick up steam, and they're going to win. They're going to take on the winner of whoever takes the Cleveland Guardians series against the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm thinking that it's going to be the Guardians, firstly, but we shall see how that plays out. But I do think that 
whoever ends up coming out of this wild card series. And right now the Mariners, they've got a one game lead. I do think that it's going to be a tough time of it for them just because I do take a look at all these teams that are still remaining in the fight for the postseason. I would say if I had to put a likelihood on one team to make the World Series above everyone else's, that is the Astros just because even with the LA Dodgers, though they've got the better record, they've got much more competition, in my opinion. In the National League side of the bracket, I have I agree with you strongly, Greg. I think the Astros are very much the team to beat in the American League. They have had the Mariners number for quite a number of years. This year, they went twelve and seven against the Mariners. Now, it was interesting though the run differential in that head-to-head series. The Mariners only finished minus eight against the Astros, so a lot of the games were close. The problem is that the Astros in the second half of the season really turned it on against the Mariners. Uh, I believe at one point the Mariners had won, I want to say it was like 17 of 24, and six of the seven losses were to Houston specifically. So one of only two two teams in the American League West had a winning record over the Mariners this year was the Angels of all teams and the Astros at 12 and 7. And it's just kind of been a reoccurring theme with the Mariners over the last few years is that the Astros have absolutely had their number I think it was a couple of years ago, or actually it was the 2019 season, the Mariners went 1-18 against the Astros. It's just how it's always been. I would imagine, though, just based off of how this Mariners team has approached this Toronto series, Paul Seawald had mentioned, you know, we're ready to play anybody anywhere, that I think they would look forward to the challenge of playing Houston. The problem is, this is going to be a fully rested Astros team. This is going to be an Astros team that will have Justin Verlander going in game one, probably, you know, Fromber Valdez, they'll have Luis Garcia, they will have every single one of their great pitchers, all of their great offensive players. Whoever gets to face the Astros, I don't envy them, but look, the Mariners right now, as somebody that covers this team on a daily basis, I feel like with the 21-year playoff drought, if they can get to the American League Division Series and be able to host a playoff game for the first time in 21 years, this fan base in Seattle is just going to go absolutely berserk. It will be a madhouse whenever that home playoff game comes, if it's this year or if it's next, or whoever knows when that home playoff game comes. But I think that is a big goal of this Mariners team. Obviously, the goal is to win the World Series. You make it this far, you don't want to go home now, but a big goal would also be to host a home playoff game. Oh, no question about it. That would be great for the fans of Seattle that there has been a long suffering for anyone that is a Mariners fan. As I mean, the last time the Seattle Mariners hosted a home game, the Seattle Supersonics were still in town, and they were at the height of being able to be a relatively solid team as well. So, I mean, it has been a very long time for those fans as Curtis Rogers of 710 Seattle Sports is joining me on the podcast. And out of everything that we saw from Friday, what was the biggest thing outside the Mariners versus Blue Jays game that you took away? Because I just take a look at the Mets and the way that Mad Max Scherzer went completely down the toilet bowl. We're recording this right around 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. So it has not been announced that Jacob DeGrom is going to be the starter for game two of the Mets. But you got to figure that he's going to be. And boy, oh boy, this has been an almighty collapse from the Mets who just have not gotten what they thought they were going to out of their two aces in Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom here down the stretch. Yeah, the Mets to me... I- I mean, yes, they won over 100 games, but the way that they blew that 10.5 game lead in their division, it wasn't really you know, a surprise in the end that the Braves were able to surpass the Mets. 
Pirates win the NL East. Boy, they have looked just like a shell of themselves here in the season's second half. And obviously in, in game one of the postseason, on paper, I would easily put them ahead of the Padres. I don't think there's any doubt about that in terms of just name recognition, in terms of talent. I mean, you've got the two best starting pitchers in baseball over the last you know five or six years in your rotation. You've got the National League batting champion in Jeff McNeil, Pete Alonzo, you know, he hit over 40 home runs again this season. I mean, there are guys everywhere you look on this Mets roster, and the fact that they just have fallen short, I wonder if it's a Buck Showalter thing. This has kind of been his MO as a manager over the course of his career. He's been able to get teams close, but he's never been able to get teams over the hump. We saw it with the Yankees in the 90s. We saw it with the Diamondbacks in the late 90s uh, when Bob Brenly had to take over, took them to a World Series. We saw it with the Orioles a lot of times. With the Mariners playing the Blue Jays, we've seen that replay of Edwin Encarnacion walking off in the wild card round against uh, Baltimore from a few years ago. Maybe it's a Buck Showalter thing because Buck is a great manager in the regular season for sure. One of the best of all time, but come postseason time, something about him and something about the teams that he manages, for whatever reason, just can never, ever get over the top. Yeah, it is very exciting to see. And then on the flip side, the other team that won in the American League, I think that just speaks to your point of how big managing is. I mean, with Terry Francona, I absolutely love the fact that he left Shane Bieber in that start against the Tampa Bay Rays. Now their bullpen is set up against a Tampa Bay Rays team that in the morning time on Saturday, they're going to be trying to get out their title Glasso. If Glasso gives you anything more than four innings, I will be completely shocked. Meanwhile, on the flip side, it's going to be Tristan McKenzie. And I think that the Guardians are going to be able to get it done, be able to make that series against the Yankees. And you know what? The Guardians, they certainly don't have the talent of the New York Yankees, but I would give them a puncher's chance in that series just because of the way that Terry Francona has been able to get these guys to play their best baseball down the stretch. And I truly think that he's the best manager remaining in this field. Definitely in the American League. Maybe Dusty Baker is up there, but Tito is the only manager on the American League side of the bracket that has a World Series title under his belt. Dusty Baker's never won one. You've got Aaron Boone, who has gotten close to World Series, but has never made it to one. You know, the Mariners and Blue Jays series, no postseason experience between either manager prior to today. Kevin Cash has made it to a World Series. Terry Francona, he can manage laps around anybody. This is the time of year where he kind of flexes his muscle. He's already taken Cleveland to a World Series back in 2016. We all remember that one. He's won a couple of them with Boston. I mean, an absolute legend. He's a future Hall of Famer. I would not want to go up against him in an October series, that's for sure, just based off of how good he is and and how good his teams have been. And looking at this Cleveland team, I mean, they've got so many arms, whether it be in the starting rotation or in that bullpen. When you've got great pitching, especially in October, you can match up against anybody. You can match up against any offense you go up against. And I don't think Cleveland's going to be very scared to go up against New York in the postseason if they're able to close out this series against Tampa. In fact, like you mentioned, you know, starting Tyler Glass now, who's just now coming back from Tommy John surgery, I don't know what you can expect from him now. Kevin Cash is a manager that, as we know, likes to go to the bullpen and likes to go to the bullpen early. Sometimes it's come back to bite him famously in the 2020 World Series going and, and taking Blake Snell out after he was pitching amazing after six innings. I don't really see a huge upside in putting Glass now in a winner go home situation, especially because he is so raw right now. He doesn't have you know enough buildup to be thrust into this kind of situation. That's why I think Cleveland closes up. And very good to see Ali Marmol channel his 
hitter Kevin Cash on Friday when he pulled our good friend Jose Quitana after 75 pitches. That was one that certainly bit the St. Louis Cardinals in the butt. Something that never bites us in the butt is having you on this podcast. So, Curtis, you do amazing work over there at 710 Seattle Sports. You're just amazing in being able to take a look at this great game of baseball and know that you're doing so much over there at the station in general. Love the good people at home. Know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along with all of your work on social media and other platforms. Well, thank you, Greg. We're going to be chugging right along as long as the Mariners can stay alive here in the postseason. We have a recent Extra Innings episode that is posted on SeattleSports.com. That's a baseball show I host. Very Mariners-centric. Uh, we had Ben Nicholson-Smith of Rogers Sportsnet up in Toronto on to help preview this series. And so, lots and lots of, of great baseball content we're churning out right now at Seattle Sports. Obviously, we're still in the throes of football season, too, so we've got plenty of Seahawks content, too, coming your way. But yeah, make sure you're following on Twitter, at a kid from Kent, Instagram as well. And, and Greg, always appreciate it. Uh, when, when you send that bat signal out, uh, I'm there to answer, <laughs> especially in October. It's rare that I'm able to join you in October and, and actually have the, the team that I mostly cover still be alive. We'll take advantage of this opportunity. Absolutely. And just behind the scenes, we had Curtis actually do a nice job at the last minute. He was able to join me for this podcast, and it is always very appreciated because you just never know how these games are going to turn out. And Curtis, he was very willing to join me. He does an amazing job taking a look at the game of baseball. It is always a pleasure to have him aboard, and always a pleasure to have the Seattle Mariners playing good baseball as well. A big thanks to Curtis for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Coming up next, it is that time of the podcast. Give me picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this MLB Saturday as we touch them off. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics. Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here. Love 
Beat Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always a pleasure to get Curtis Rogers aboard. He does amazing work over there at 710 Seattle Sports, taking a look at the game of baseball. He is the Seattle Mariners pre- and post-game host, and every time he joins this podcast, always delivers the goods. A big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast to give you picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this wild card MLB Saturday as we... Touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that, as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at unit underscore D1. We're going to be going with the National League games first, then the American League games. Timing seems to be a little bit out of whack, unfortunately, though this time it seems to be a little bit better than it was for the games yesterday. But with that said, let's get things started with 985-986 on the betting board, the earliest National League game as it is the San Diego Padres hitting the road to face off against the New York Mets. For the Mets, it will be Jacob de Grom. Meanwhile, Blake Snell is on the bump for the Pods. The Padres are between plus 155 and plus 165 underdogs. Anywhere between minus 172 and minus 180 is what you're laying with the Mets. 6 is the total. Under is between minus 115 and minus 120. The over is between even and minus 105. It takes a supreme pitching matchup for me to take one of these under, and guess what? It just is not there. Jacob deGrom has allowed three-plus runs in each out of his last four starts, and I would argue that Blake Snell is coming in in better form. You take a look at what Blake Snell has been able to do down the stretch. It has been incredibly masterful, and Blake Snell's actually been better on the road than he has been at home. Now, with Blake Snell, there have been times throughout his career in which he has really, really struggled on the road. You take a look at what he did last season, and it was just a big, giant turd, but don't look at the 8-10 record with Blake Snell. Take a look at what he's been able to do. Really, I'm not even going to say since the All-Star break, because he did have a couple of rough starts since the All-Star star break, but we're going to call it the last 14 starts, and he has allowed two earned runs or fewer in 12 of them. One or zero in 11. He's got a 2-1-9 ERA in that time span as he did have a little bit of a blow-up start about a month or so ago against the LA Dodgers, but guy has been in really good form. His strikeouts per nine rate over this time span has been north of 12, and you want to get even further down into the nitty-gritty as well. You take a look at what he's been able to do ever since August 30th, so in his last seven starts, a microscopic ERA of a buck 76. This guy has been absolutely amazing, and then for Jacob DeGrasse, I mean, he's allowed more home runs in his last two starts than Blake Snell has in those last seven starts combined. Now with the San Diego Padres, it's been a little bit of a hit or miss offense all season long, but they're averaging right around five runs per contest when they have been on the road this season. Manny Machado has been the main concept for this team. He's been able to about a 295. He's went deep over 30 times, and then we saw in the game yesterday, he was able to go deep. You also have quite a few guys like a Juan Soto, Hassam Kim, throwing their Jake Cronenworth in between about a 235 to 250. These guys have been up and down. The guys that they acquired at the trade deadline, like Soto, Josh Bell has not been good along with Brandon Drury, but you saw Josh Bell be able to go yard as well for the New York Mets. They've been dealing with a little bit of an injury in the bullpen to Tommy Hunter. That's one of their main pieces. They still have Adam Montevino, who's been able to do a solid job. He's posting up a sub-3 ERA. 
but because they didn't get the start that they were looking for out of Max Scherzer as well. They did have to expend some of those arms. You saw of Edwin Diaz and for the San Diego Padres, it's been a rough bullpen to say the least, but you gotta give credit where credit is due to Josh Hader. Ten straight appearances without an earned run. There was an unearned run given up against the LA Dodgers. That was just completely not his fault. Robert Suarez has been able to do a solid job in this bullpen. Now, I don't want to be placing too much faith into some of these bullpen pieces because I do think that the advantage lies with the Mets and for the Mets, they still have a solid offense. They had scoring opportunities in the game that we saw on Friday. They just couldn't cash in, but you saw Mark Canna, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, and Brandon Nimmo hitting between about a 265 to 275. Lindor and Alonso were both able to crank out over 100 RBI with Alonso. He was able to get 40 home runs during the regular season, and Eduardo Escobar, since he's come back over the last 30 plus days, he's been hitting over a 300 since coming off the injured list. Jeff McNeil has been able to do a good job moving the line, hitting at 325. I believe that he and Freddie Freeman were the top guys in the National League on that front, but I do think that with the Padres, they should be an underdog in this spot. They are too lofty of an underdog. I set my line at a plus 138, so being able to get a plus 160, I'm willing to fire an ear, and once again, just so tough to take these sixes unders, especially with the Mets expending a lot of their bullpen. Jacob Grom not necessarily being as sharp, and the Padres, they just generally don't have the world's greatest bullpen. I do think that the Mets can hit better with men in scoring position, so I'm going to be taking a look at this all over, and I'm taking a look at the plus price with the pods. 987, 988 on the betting board. It is the Philadelphia Phillies. They are going to be on the road taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. Miles Michaelis is going to be going for the cards. Aaron Supernola is going to be on the bump for the Phillies. The Phillies are very slight favorites. You're going to be getting them in between a minus 110 to a minus 115. Anywhere between a plus 102 and a minus 105 is your number on St. Louis. 6F is the total. The over is minus 115 and the under is minus 105. And I set my total at 7.1. With Aaron Nola, he's been significantly better on the road than he has been in past years. As for the entirety of his career, his ERA jumps by nearly a point when he is on the road. That has not been the case this season. And for Aaron Nola, by and large, has been just amazing at being able to get swings and misses. He's been able to give you about 10.5 strikeouts per nine innings and has really cut down on the walks as well. He comes in having allowed just five walks in his last five starts and his walks per nine rate overall is about a 1.4, so that is absolutely masterful, but with that said for Aaron Nola, we have seen him act up a little bit on the road recently in two out of his last three road starts, having given up four runs in those starts, so a little bit of concern there, and then for Miles Michaelis, he has been very good at home this season. 238 home ERA compared to a 410 ERA on the road. At home, he has been giving up about 1.05 Five home runs per nine innings of command. It is also pinpoint. 1.5 walks per nine innings. Not a swing and miss guy. About 6.6 strikeouts per nine innings and I do think that the Cardinals are going to be able to get to Aaron Nola in this spot because with the St. Louis Cardinals, you've still got Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan and Arenado, a pair of guys that hit north of a 290 during the regular season. These guys combined for 65 home runs. Albert Pujols has been amazing since the All-Star break as well, getting home run every 10 or so at bats. And Brendan Donovan at home this season has been hitting about a 330 flip side for the Philadelphia Phillies. Bryce Harper just hasn't looked right ever since he came off the injured list. He's been hitting right around 200. Kyle Schwarber doesn't necessarily do the most amazing job of moving the line, but 46 home runs out of him. Reese Hoskins, he hits about a 250. He's been able to go deep 30 times. Nick Cassianos has not had necessarily the world's greatest season, but you've got guys like Eugene Segura, Alec Bohm, they're able to hit a 275. Bryson Stott post all-star break. He's been able to do a nice job for the team as well. Gene Segura, by the way, getting back to him. He came up big 
in the game that we saw yesterday as well. I just still do have a fear of this Philadelphia Phillies bullpen acting up and not necessarily being terrific as post-all-star break. They had the worst bullpen ERA in the entirety of the National League. Since coming off the injured list, Sir Anthony Dominguez, a north of 10 ERA. I have to think that they're probably moving North or Syndergaard to a little bit of a super reliever role, much like they're doing with Zach Eflin right now, Connor Brogdon, Andrew Bellotti, overall about a 350 ERA for the season. They could have David Robertson go out there once again after he threw 15 pitches yesterday and for the St. Louis Cardinals. They used up Giovanni Gallegos for 19 pitches. Ryan Elsley, even if you wanted him to pitch again, well, he was used for 33 pitches. He's currently dealing with a finger injury, so that does put the seam in a little bit of a sicky bind. I've got to think that Zach Thompson is going to be their go-to guy in terms of the bullpen. He's actually been very good this year with a 2.080 or a so. You're able to have a little bit of confidence in him. Steven Matz has been someone that's been utilized out of the bullpen if you need a little bit of length as well if things turn into a calamity, but I do think that you're going to be able to see a good start out of Miles Michaelis and Aaron Nola. He's been a little bit up and down recently. I do think that this is a spot in which the St. Louis Cardinals are going to be able to get to him. I think that the Phillies have the ball in play as well. Six and a half, just a little bit too low of a total, even though it is a bit more of a pitcher-friendly ballpark. I'm going to be taking a look at this total over, and I set the St. Louis Cardinals as the minus 112 favorite. I think that we get a game three. Take a look at the cards. Take a look at the over as well. 989-990 on the betting board. It is the Toronto Blue Jays playing us to the Seattle Mariners. Robbie Ray is going to be going for Seattle, and Kevin Gosman is on the bump for Toronto and Toronto. And between minus 142 and minus 150 favorites, and between plus 130 and plus 137 is your number on the Seattle Mariners. 7 is the total. The over is minus 115. The under is minus 105. The Blue Jays are the biggest favorite that I've got on the board. I set them as a minus 166. Don't want to take the run line here, even though Robbie Ray has been very shaky on the road. And with Robbie Ray, you always have to fear that he's just going to give up the deep ball overall for the season. He's been giving up in the neighborhood about 1.5 home runs per nine innings, but that really is magnified on the road because Robbie Ray did a very nice job at home. A sub three ERA was giving up about 1.1 home runs per nine innings on the road. 469 ERA, giving up about 1.8 home runs per nine innings, and the walks per nine rate on the road about 3.6. This is also his former team in the Toronto Blue Jays. They've got familiarity with him. Now, in one start against the Toronto Blue Jays, one run surrendered in six innings, but that was also a home start. Meanwhile, for Kevin Gosman, he's actually had his issues when he's been at home thus far this season, so this is a spot where I do like the over. For Kevin Gosman, he's been able to do a nice job being able to get swings and misses, a little bit over 10 strikeouts per nine innings, was dealing with a little bit of a finger issue I know that they had a bullpen session with him on Thursday. He seems to be good to go. That does linger in my mind a little bit in this spot as well because with Kevin Gosman, he has given up at least four runs and now four out of his last 10 starts. So he has been acting up a little bit recently and most of them have come at home. A 230 road area compared to a 457 home area. Giving up a little bit over home run per nine innings when he is at home on the road. Less than a half a home run per nine innings as well. So that is a little bit of a concern. And the Blue Jays, they used up a couple bullpen pieces yesterday, but most of your guys like an Anthony Bass, David Phelps, these are guys that are going to be good to go in this game. They did use up Yemi Garcia, but you still have a few other guys they do like for this team, like a Jordan Romano, the main closer for this bunch, and for the Seattle Mariners. Really, other than Andres Munoz, the bullpen is going to be good to go for this game, as Eric Swanson, Paul Seawald, Penn Murphy, all guys that had a sub-3 ERA, they're available. Matthew Boyd and Matt Brash have been able to become good bullpen pieces with the Seattle Mariners, so this team, since the All-Star break, 
Worst batting average among American League teams. Julio Rodriguez being back in the fold is very big for this team as he was able to move the line during the regular season in about a 275. Tyre France in a 270. He, Cal Raleigh, along Carlos Santana between 19 and 26 home runs apiece during the regular season. And you saw Raleigh hit a home run against the Toronto Blue Jays yesterday. But for Raleigh, Carlos Santana, Jared Kelnick, all guys that started in game one, they're all hitting overall a 220 or lower this season. Meanwhile, with the Toronto Blue Jays, only team in the big leagues with five guys have hit at least 24 home runs this season. Teoscar Hernandez, Flagger, Junior, Boba Shit, George Springer, Matt Chapman, and Chapman, the only one that has hit lower than a 260 this season, but still about a 325 on base. Danny Jansen does a good job moving the line, hitting about a 260. Alejandro Kirk has been a little bit up and down recently, but still hitting about a 285 overall. Whit Merrifield over the last three days has been able to hit well above a 300 as well. So these are all guys that are able to do a very capable job of being able to move the line for the Toronto Blue Jays. And then among the bullpen pieces that they trotted out there, everyone aside from Trevor Richards was used for 14 pitches or fewer. So bullpen use still very solid for this Toronto Blue Jays team. They really don't have a lot of guys that are burnt up. I do think that this is going to be a relatively tough start for Robbie Ray. I do think the familiarity is going to be key in this game. Did semi-total at 7.3. I think that the Blue Jays are going to be able to erupt for some runs. So looking at the over, like I said, really don't want a part of the run line with the Toronto Blue Jays in this spot, even though you are going to be able to get a very good plus price on it. But that said, willing to take the Blue Jays to be able to extend this game and force it to a game three. And now we go to the DK Nation pick as it is 991-992 on the betting board. The Cleveland Guardians are going to be playing host to the Tampa Bay Rays. Tyler Glasso is going to be going for the Rays. Tristan McKenzie is going to be on the bump for Cleveland, and Cleveland is a favorite of anywhere between minus 107 to a minus 115, and then anywhere between minus 102 to a minus 105, seeing straight plus 102. Totals anywhere between 5.5 and, and 6. On the 5.5, the over is anywhere between minus 115 to a minus 125. The under is anywhere between plus 105 and minus 105. On the 6, the under is between minus 115 and minus 120. The over is anywhere between even and minus 105. I like this whether you are getting a 5.5 or a 6. I set my total at a 6.4. DK Nation pick is on the over. I recognize that yesterday was a relatively grody game, but I do expect both teams to be able to move the line much better than they did yesterday. You got some blustery conditions. It's not necessarily too warm, but what you do have for the Cleveland Guardians is a whole bunch of guys that are able to get online and are able to get just on base in general for the team as Andre Jimenez, Amit Rosario, Jose Ramirez, Oscar Gonzalez, Stephen Kwan, all at at least a 280 this season. Ramirez, he went deep yesterday. Overall for the season, over 120 RBI, 29 home runs. Josh Taylor, he has his righty and lefty splits, but he's been able to do a good job being able to slug out 20 home runs. Every one of these Guardians are able to give you a competitive at-bat. They had the fewest strikeouts on a per-at-bat basis of any team in the big leagues. And for the Tampa Bay Rays, something that has been eluding them is power as Isaac Paredes, along with Randy Rosarena, were the only two guys on the team that had more than 12 home runs this season. But with the Rosarena, along with Wanda Franco, these are guys sitting between about a 265 to a 275 overall for the season. The catcher spot in general with Christian Bethencourt, Francisco Mejia, they've been able to move the line as well. Jose Siri, he had the home run yesterday. Since getting to Tampa Bay, he's been able to about a 242-245 for this punch as well. G-Man Choi has went down the toilet bowl throughout the second half of the season, but Harold Ramirez is sitting about a 300 Yandy Diaz, a four-arm base. And for Tyler Glass, so I just don't think that he's going to be able to offer a lot of length. As a matter of fact, he 
went up against the Cleveland Guardians about two weeks ago. He went three innings and he gave up a solo home run. Not a bad showing by any stretch of the imagination. And I do like the stuff that Tyler Glassell is able to deliver. But I think that this is just going to be a piecemeal game together. And all you need is for one guy to act up a little bit. And that's going to be a little bit tough. As you do have Jason Adam, Pete Fairbanks. Both of these guys have been able to supply a sub-2 ERA in the bullpen this season. Brooks Raley has been able to do a solid job as well. But when you're having to trust in someone like a Javi Guerra who had a 5 ERA this season, Sean Armstrong has been a little bit up and down as well. That is a bit of a roll of the dice. And I do think that the Guardians have the better bullpen in this game. You did have Emmanuel Class A coming yesterday. I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to be available today as he, along James Karinczak, the 8th inning guy. Both of these guys, a sub-2 ERA overall for the season. Then you've got so many guys like Trevor Steven, Nick Sandlin, Sam Antiges. All these guys are able to supply a 3 ERA or better. And Yelde Los Santos, more like a 305. ERA. And then with the Guardians, I do think that they've got the pitching advantage with Tris McKenzie. McKenzie has given up the deep ball a little bit, though most of those home runs that he has allowed have been on the road this season as overall for the season. He's been giving up about 1.2 home runs per nine innings out of the 25 home runs he has surrendered. 18 have been on the road at home. It's more like 0.8 home runs per nine innings. And for McKenzie, credit where credit is due. The command has been terrific with him. About 2.1 walks per nine innings. He gets nine strikeouts per nine innings. And I do think that both of the starting pitchers are going to be able to do a relatively solid job, but all you need is a few base socks in this game to really be able to push this one over. I think that the number itself is just a little bit too low, especially with not knowing what you're going to be able to get out of Tyler Glass now. He pitched six and two-thirds innings during the regular season. I do think that the Guardians should be a bigger favorite in this spot. Set the Guardians as a minus-123 favorite, so i like them to close out the series, and the DK Nation pick, it is on the over, and that will wrap things up for the... Saturday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Veasan Family Podcast. A big thanks to Curtis Rogers of 710 Seattle Sports, who joined me in the last segment. Certainly should be interesting to see if the Seattle Mariners are able to get their first series win in the postseason in a very, very long time today on Saturday. If you do like hearing from this fine podcast, the Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and tune in. If you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what I have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at gnet underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters CM, maybe it does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline, and the other way, it is fine an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you are able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. I will be coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season. That means I'm coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.